What's up, guys? Welcome to episode 42 of The Missed Call. On today's episode, we have the assistant general manager of the Chicago Bandits, Jordan Skurha, and she was one heck of a guest. Right, Ryan? Yeah, I really enjoyed having Jordan on. Uh, I learned a lot about, I mean, really the inner workings of the NPF and, I mean, everything that it takes uh, to run the Chicago Bandits and everything that they do, um, you know, on and off the field. So, Great interview. Jordan uh, brought a lot of energy to the podcast. And at the end, we had a little conversation about my favorite topic, sauce. And here's Jordan Skurha. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. Well. All I got is missed calls on my line, yeah. Never seen a pick up right on time, yeah. If I don't call back, leave me alone. Please leave a message at the tone. All I got is missed calls on my line, yeah. Never seen a pick up right on time, yeah. If I don't call back, leave me alone. Hey, please leave a message at the tone, yeah, yeah, yeah. The mailbox is full and cannot accept any messages at this time. Goodbye. What's up, guys? We are here with the Chicago Bandits assistant GM, Jordan Skurha. Jordan, we are so glad you are here. What's going on? Uh, nothing. Uh, thanks for having me. I'm very excited to be on the show. Yeah, we couldn't be more excited to have you on. Uh, we think this is going to be an awesome show because we really haven't talked to anybody outside of athletes. Okay. And while you were an athlete in college... You're also in the front office now uh, yeah. of a professional sports team, so we're really interested to see how business is done from that side of the table. So we're very excited for this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Um, it's definitely different. Um, you know, the still the competitive aspect of just you know being an athlete still there. Like if the band is do well, I'm on the sidelines like going crazy. I can't help it. You know, um, but any sport I love to be a part of. But softball is just a win-win for me because obviously I played it. And now I'm working for the pro team, so I meet such great, amazing athletes at the same time. It's awesome. Right. So as being the assistant GM to the Bandits, what does that job title kind of uh, demand from you? Obviously, we know, like, the GM, if you pay attention to sports in general, you know the GM is kind of in charge of making all the big moves and stuff like that. And they're inevitably the person who is made the figurehead of mistakes and stuff like that. So as the assistant to the general manager, what does that – what do you have to do? So I think it's a little different in other professional sports. Um, just to give you guys a little background, we only have four full-time employees for the Bandits front office, including the GM, who also works part-time for the Village of Rosemont doing finance, which is also like a huge job, obviously. So um, it's really just three of us in the office every day, all year round. Um, so we're doing a lot of different jobs that, you know, the normal director of ticket sales wouldn't do. You know what I mean? Um, so for me, being the director of operations in the whole last year, um, I was doing merchandise. I was helping with ticket sales. I was helping. I was kind of like the player liaison. So anything the players needed equipment-wise or just uh, appearance-wise, camp-wise, I was kind of running all of that. Um, and then I would run 
just like game day experiences. So we offer a lot of like uh, fan to player interaction, I guess. So we do individual experiences, um, group experiences where um, there's called like a bandit for a day. So like I would sell all of those. We would have like 10 girls per game um, and they would shag batting practice with the girls. They would hit with the girls, take pictures before and after the game and be announced and all that fun stuff. So um, that's something that we do differently as a professional team because you don't see that a lot with the White Sox or Cubs, you know. Can I be a bandit for a day? <laughs> Absolutely. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Was that your question too? What's the hardest part about like making those events, like being a bandit for the day? What's the hardest part? Um, you mean like managing it? Yeah, like, yeah. Um, I would say just, you know, one, these parents are paying a good amount of money to have like their daughter or son have a great experience. Um, so just making sure that that kid is having the ultimate blast every single second is kind of something that I took pride in, you know, like they didn't miss a beat and we only have certain amounts of time where we can actually have those players or the, um, kids who are paying for this experience out on the field or taking betting practice. Cause I also don't want to ruin the actual professional players, like, um, routine, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm, right. So <clears throat> I think just trying to like make sure that I am on it every single second of every minute, like telling these little girls or little boys where to be, um, that's kind of the hardest part, you know, of managing, but yeah. <laughs> so you went to college to, to do exactly this, to be in sports management. Yes. Um, was this kind of like your dream role? Is it your dream role or like, what, what are you looking to do ultimately? Yeah. So honestly, I did not know what I wanted to do right when I got into, um, sport management. And my first class, definitely, we went over every single thing that you could possibly do in sport. And I kind of had like, oh, I'm going to be an athletic, athletic director or a coach, you know, like that's what I kind of thought when I first was there. And then um, realizing that you can put, you know, events on through sports and professional sports. Like a lot of my professors um, did like events security or something for the Phillies or the Flyers. So um, we were able to kind of go there and, um, shadow a lot of different people. And that's when I realized that like front office staff, like that is something I want to do, you know, regardless of what it is. Yeah, no. And I think, I think it's kind of, I don't know, kind of like uh, a common thought between a lot of sports fans, like being in the front office yeah. would be, would be dope. Like drafting mm-hmm. players and right. signing players and, you know, just on the phone all the time. Like, what do you got for me? Ty- yeah. That kind yeah. that type of stuff. I just feel like that's the general consensus. Like that would be an awesome job. Yeah, no, it's awesome. I mean, this was my first year attending our draft and just that experience alone was so fun, you know, and so cool to be a part of. I mean, I wish that more college softball players had more opportunities to play in this league. Um, we're not there yet, but I feel like we will, you know, um, we're all very positive and I think we're going in the right direction. Um, it's just, it's kind of upsetting to see that so many great players weren't able to be drafted because there wasn't, you know, enough teams. Um, but no, it's really cool to be like right up close in front to all of that fun stuff. How right. fun is it to draft players? It, I mean, it was awesome. Cause I was kind of, well, one, there's so many things behind the scenes. Like I had to do at the draft. So like I was asking our head coach, Hey, who do you think you're going to take next pick? And she would kind of, you know, sit there and kind of talk to her other coaches and stuff. And then she would tell me, one, because I have to tell our social media person, like, hey, this person's going to be drafted. Make sure you have the graphic and all of the, you know, stats and everything available for our fans immediately, you know. Um, so that was really cool. Um, that was something new. So I was basically working during the draft. You know what I mean? Right. 
Is, dra- is trading players more fun than drafting them? Uh, I wouldn't say so, especially for me, because like I was, I would say that player liaison. So like I've made really great relationships, relationships with a lot of yeah, these players. Tough. We don't ever like to trade people or sh- trade players, but yeah. that's, you know, the nature of professional sports. So um, drafting yeah. players is a lot more fun because it's an exciting time. I mean, we can't talk to them until they're done with their college season though. So okay. um, we have to refer to them as draftees. Um, we have, we can't talk contracts, nothing like otherwise they'll be ineligible for their season and we're not trying to do that you know yeah so, does that kind of infringe with the ncaa and like absolutely. their players getting paid and stuff like that okay absolutely yeah so i mean even just the talk of like them going somewhere or having a contract already set during their season like their college season is a huge no-no so on our social media we um refer to all those girls that we drafted as draftees because that's what they are you know they're not players they're not um future players like there's no contract there's no talking communication between anyone or any of those players um we talk to the sids or some coaches and say hey is this person interested um because we don't want to waste one of our picks too you know what i mean that kind of yeah, sucks and then them but, go off to be a, like a doctor somewhere right right that yeah, sucks yeah. so yeah it's different you know and i get a lot of questions from uh, my old teammates too they're like how are you able to talk to them and i'm like we don't <laughs> you know it's kind yeah, of it's a, a lot of third party stuff i would assume right. like so they don't get the phone call like you, they yeah. don't, that's so, that's the best part about being drafted. I feel like yeah. the phone call, that's, it's, that's terrible. It's, a lot of different colleges have watch parties, you know, so they'll just kind of sit around and they'll find out themselves. Um, Paige Lowry was our number one pick last year and she was actually at her Oklahoma. I want to say it's like, it's not, it's something SBs, but with Sooners, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and we have a good video of someone taking, like, the video of her, like, being the number one pick. So they're, like, on their phones watching it at this banquet. You know what I mean? But, like, right. no one's really calling them to say that. So That's really interesting. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, and, and then going back to something that you said just, just a, a couple minutes ago, you said, you know, obviously there's, there's not as many teams in the NPF. Um, there's not as many opportunities for these girls to <laughs> say, hey, like, I'm most definitely going, getting drafted, and I'm going to play in the NPF. Yeah. Um, I mean, for you and for other people in your position, how are you guys working to grow the league and make sure that there are other teams that can kind of stay around for a long time? Because this is something we talked with Brenna Moss about, too. Yeah. Um, so I would say we are every year we're growing, you know, with um, just awareness and obviously in the money aspect, too. I mean, we're making more every year, and that's our goal, you know, clearly. Um, and I think just like going to more events, doing more of the in-game experience, you know, capturing the fans, like their personal touch, you know, that kind of stuff. That's kind of what we're doing a really good job at. And we're teaching other professional teams, front offices, how to do that as well. So um, the Minnesota Mankato Peppers Hmm. sent their front office staff, um, Alyssa, actually, she uh, came to our office. I kind of trained her. I I said like, Hey, this is what we do to make money. This, really like this is how we kind of promote it this is our marketing calendar this is how we hire interns this is how we do everything and it was a a good three days of me just kind of saying like hey this is what you can do to get more revenue or to do this or make your players go here and do that um so and i think that that was the first year that i've heard of anything like that happening usually you kind of see like oh different front offices are like competing against each other but we're not in a place to do that you know what i mean we're here to help each other out and help grow the game, you know? Yeah. Help stimulate that growth. Right. Right. Well, this is something I wanted to ask Brenna. I don't think we ever got around to it. You guys have a team in the league from China, right? 
Yes. How hard is are the logistics on that to like get everybody over there or get everybody from over there to here? Like yeah. how hard are the logistics for that? It's hard. So actually in 2017, um, that's when they first joined the league sure. and they joined the league with less than a month before our first home game. Like, so like right now, imagine a team being added and then we had to change our entire schedule. You know what I mean? Like it was crazy. It was yeah. crazy. So, um, Beijing actually used our facility as their home facility too. That's really? because they really had nowhere else to play, you know? Um, so, I mean, we don't travel to China, you know, obviously. So yeah. they come here, they stay here all summer and they find a home and that's how it kind of went. So the 2017 season, they just used ours. And then, um, we did a lot of double headers with the bandits and Beijing, you know, because like, we didn't want to have one interns working 30 plus more games, you know, um, we try to make it reasonable. It was a little tough, but, um, the next yeah, year, that sounds tough. Forgot, they played out of, um, Florida, which was also easier because it wasn't the pride stadium, which the pride are out of Florida, yeah. but Beijing and pride were not that far away. So like travels kind of, we would go to pride and then play Beijing, you know, like it was right. easier. Cause travel right. is something that you have to think about as a professional softball team, because you don't have the funds. You know what I mean? Like that's a lot of money for traveling. So, um, we kind of have to think out of the box on that. So, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> wow. Um, hope they're okay. What the hell? Oh, is that a horn? Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I was like, am I time up or? <laughs> <laughs> it's just like around the horn. Yeah. We keep a timer. And as soon as the timer goes up, you're out. Okay, see ya. But you were talking about you were talking about like the funds and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Well, so this year, um, this is an awesome step, I think, for uh, Beijing. They're playing out at Daytona Tortugas Stadium, so the Tortugas are great with promotions. They're, um, I believe, an affiliate of the Cincinnati Reds organization. Okay. And their front office staff puts on a great show promotion wise, and they just get a lot of fans. So I think Beijing being there is going to be awesome you know like they're in a great place for good promotions and good awareness you know right yeah so and australia is playing out of minnesota this year so. oh there's an australia right. team there's an australian yeah. team oh i don't yeah. remember so seeing that that's yeah. awesome team mexico is playing out of cleveland with some other american girls as well so it's kind of like 50 50 um but it's crazy it's gonna that be is really crazy. competition you get, do you guys have, like, a lot of special guests at your home games? Mm, yeah. Um, I mean, the most known one for softball would be Jenny Finch. Um, she has come for the past few years. We're trying to make something happen again this year, but she's going to be going somewhere for the MLB. Um, so, otherwise, it's kind of like old bandit players um, who else have we had? We've had a tons of Olympic softball players. So Danny Tyler works in Chicago. She was an Olymp- Olympic athlete for softball. She came through a first pitch. Our head coach last year was also an Olympic gold medalist. She was actually Jenny Finch's catcher. Um, and then we've had like Florida State, uh, Lonnie Alameda, Alameda, Alameda came and she, we kind of introduced her and they just won the national championship that year too. So that was awesome. And then Patty Gasso, the Oklahoma softball coach. It's mostly softball coaches from very top organizations, you know? Yeah. Um, and we'll recognize them. So, like, Michigan's coach came as well. But, yeah. Well, I would assume, I would assume the goal right now is, is, well, I mean, you're also trying to grow the, the teams in the league. But, like, also, like, 
getting that fan base and like getting the like the big figures from around Chicago to come yeah. in and, and see you guys and you know promote the fact that like oh hey Vince Vaughn goes to the Cubs games he also comes to the Bandits games you know yeah. uh, same thing with yeah. like Bill Murray or like people of that caliber like coming yeah, and getting totally. like getting them to come out to the games totally um, so we have Caddyshack restaurant literally right here in Rosemont right. so we were like trying to figure out if we can um, bring is it is it Bill Murray? Who yeah, is it's that? Bill Murray. Is that? Mm-hmm. It is right. Okay, yeah. like, I don't yeah. want to get that wrong. But we were trying to figure out some kind of partnership. We still are with them doing something because why not? You know. Yeah, and he's a beloved character in America. Right. That's and and for baseball, you know what I mean? Yeah, so exactly. Let's yep. bring him into softball. You know, that's kind why of why not? Um, yeah, it's just the it's just hard to kind of get to that point where you can talk to those people to bring them in. You know. Right. But uh, yeah. So who's been like your, sports. Oh, I was going to say, who is, who is your worst guest you guys have had? <laughs> I wouldn't say worst guest. I mean, Barstool brought a lot of people in, um, and they were a blast, you know, for me actually, except for sometimes I was like, Hey, we have a promotion. We got to do it in 10 seconds. You guys better get over here. It was White Sox, David, and then Barstool Carl. Um, <laughs> yeah. We just had so, uh, Dave on last week. I know. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I, I didn't know if you, I didn't know if you followed or not, but we just no, had Dave no, on last week. She's a fan yeah, of us, Brian. Jeez, I respect our fan. Um, yeah, so no, that was it. Was a fun night. I mean, we had a good crowd, and I, it was just. I think they didn't realize how like bang bang it is. We have ninety seconds in between innings, and I wanted to get this done. Let's do it. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, so Dave hit off of or tried to hit off of a pride pitcher. He couldn't touch her. It was really great. That was awesome. Right. Um, his high and then he socks. raced our center fielder and lost <laughs> from uh, left field to right field, like the whole um, warning track. He he lost that race, so that was really funny too. We uh, we had kind of dis- we had kind of discussed with uh, Brenna. It's kind of like a thing that we do. Cub asks our guests if they think that they could beat me in some sort of physical challenge, <laughs> like. Um, Oh, I think we were like, we had a bunch of linemen on in March and we were okay. asking them like, Oh, do you think you could pancake Brian? Like pretty much just block me into the ground. <laughs> uh, and we were asking, you know, we had a couple softball players on in April and they were pretty much just asking like, do you think you could strike him out? Do you think you could beat him in a race? Yeah. And that's you throw him out at second. Much, yeah. That's pretty much what we asked. Brenna was like, Hey, do you think you could beat me in a race? And she oh without God. hesitation was like, yep, I could. And then we told her how fast Ryan's first step is, how quick it is. It's it's so fast. It's a second, like you, you, she doesn't know how quick Ryan is. It's Jesus, gets me so I'm wild. A big up. guy, but I'm deceptively fast. Okay, so are you saying that there's a challenge coming on this summer? Is that what you're saying? They're actually. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Stop. I know the last question person. we had was was what are the odds we could set up a race between Ryan and Brenna during a Bandits game? Absolutely, a hundred percent. I'll start training. <laughs> you bet. You should start training like five years ago. Five years ago. Okay. All right. Listen, I'm a busy guy. I'm not a professional athlete. <laughs> in. Oh, wow. Okay. You hit me there. You hit me there. Um, no, but honestly, that could definitely happen. And I'm sure Brenna would love that too. Oh, she she would. She would. Yeah. And, and anytime we can attach our names to a, a, a professional 
sports team, especially in the city of Chicago, we are right. then down to do anything. Like you could right. ask me to stand behind home plate without catcher's gear and just let the pitchers pelt me <laughs> rise balls. And I'd probably stand there and take it because anytime you can get a, a partnership like that, I would take it. And then have me on the mic going, all right, Ryan, you look good, buddy. You look great. Um, well, I gave Barstool Carl the mic once, and I don't. I learned my lesson there. So. Yeah, he said baseball <laughs> instead of softball fans. Yeah. Oh, uh, what a cool sure. uh, And he just went on a huge rant, and I was like, "We have no time." <laughs> <laughs> it's a. I would take the mic on that one. Sorry. No, it's okay. I don't blame you. I like to ramble. It's something that I do well. I um, I just have one request. If Ryan gets to raise Brenna, can I announce Brenna up to bat? Hmm, I don't know about that. Ooh. I don't know. T- times are tough. Uh, that's essentially what you All right, anyway, said. speaking of times Brenna, are... speaking of Brenna, how many first-round draft picks is she worth? <laughs> um, Be careful what you say. She's a fan of the podcast, and she listens to every podcast. Oh, I know, and she'll definitely listen to this. Um, but I wouldn't – I don't think that she's a player that we would get rid of. That is the answer everybody wanted to hear. Brenna, I know you're yeah. listening. She said she's the right thing. She, she said the right thing. You. No, but she's just one. She's a good person. And here at the bandits, I mean, we have so many girls that are emailing me or emailing the GM, Tony saying, Hey, can I get a tryout? And we have to deny that. You know what I mean? Cause there's not the roster spots. So, um, we look for good people. We look for people that, you know, have the same goal as our front office staff. Like we are not two different people. We're all one organization going for the same goal. So that's something that I think we're going to do a lot better of a job this year is explain that to them. And there are tons of players that will do, you know, be a good person or, you know, follow what the bandits believe in. And, uh, Brenna's definitely one of those people, you know, she's irreplaceable. She's She's awesome. Yeah. Great, uh, great player to have. We also have a question from Brenna for you. (laughs) Okay. God. And that question is that we found out that you're a clumsy person. And you get into a lot of injury. You have a lot of injuries in your career. And she yeah. said there was a time you purposefully, per, per, purposely, purposely injured yourself so you wouldn't have to play. <laughs> what is she talking about? Uh, yeah. So that's not <laughs> softball. Okay. I love the game of softball. I always, yeah, I love that. But back in what was this? Middle school? Definitely middle school. I was a swimmer. And I was so bad. I was so bad. Um, could not win a race to save my life. And me being a competitive, competitive person, I was like, I, I hate it. I hate it. You know, <laughs> I could not win. Um, so uh, my neighbor down the street was a swimmer as well on the same team. And our conference meet was coming up. And I had like three races that they wanted me to swim in. And I was like, oh, my God, I don't want to do this like at all. So it was snowing. <laughs> and we went down to the hill <laughs> down our street, a big hill. And I looked at my friend and I said, okay, I'm going to break my arm. And she was like, no, you're not. And I'm like, I'm going to go down like a surfboard down this hill. And whatever happens, happens. Happens. <laughs> no. What happens on the sledding hill stays on the, the sledding hill. The fact that like I actually did this though, like looking back at it now, I'm like, oh my God, that was so like, that was on purpose. So I actually, um, I fell on my shoulder, my throwing shoulder and I had AC separation in my shoulder. So I was out. And then later on, I had shoulder surgery from softball, and that was great. So I'm sure that that had something to do with it. But, yeah, that was not one of my best moments, for sure. We, li- <laughs> we live and we learn, right? Yeah, we <laughs> definitely learn from that one. I'll never purposefully uh, hurt myself ever again. So. 
So uh, kind of a follow-up question to that. I, this is one of my favorite questions to ask people. I think it's a great conversation starter. What's your favorite scar? Scar, oh. <laughs> that one took okay. her back, Ryan. So I have a three-part scar on my knee. I want to hear all three parts. That's not it. It's all from one time. I fell in my backyard. Um, it wasn't sports-related, but it's in the shape of a smiley face. Ooh, we gotta see. Okay. You gotta send a picture so, like, so we can post it. Like a face like this, like like a slap. It's like an emoji. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's on my knee, and I always am like, "Huh, that's funny." You know, like it does, doesn't make me mad. But it's like, "Huh, it's a smiley face." But I would say that's my favorite one for sure. What did you do to get it? Can you tell that story or no? I was running in my backyard, and we had like a, a rock um, walkway, and I just fell right on top of it and died. <laughs> <laughs> no, my, my knee just split open. So my favorite scar. So I have one on my lip. I um, I was I was a kid and I was playing catch with one of my buddies and I threw the ball when he wasn't looking and I hit him right in the d- and he chased me down. <laughs> oh my god! He he chased me down and I was laughing my ass off and, uh, and when he tackled me he got my arms. I, I mean, it was a good tackle. He yeah, wrapped yeah. up. He got me. He took me to the ground and I was laughing my ass off and I bit through my lip. Oh. So I have a scar right here on my lip. Um, but it's always a reminder of that one time I hit my friend Connor in the nuts. Yep. That's funny. That's great. It's a great story. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's a good story. My mom was livid with me. She goes, your smile is going to be f***ed up for forever. <laughs> and I said to her, no, it won't. And here I am. Yeah. Still handsome as ever. You can't even see it. Because of your beard. Yeah, really. Mm -hmm. That's why I mean that's why I grew it out. My mom made me insecure about the scar on my lip, so I grew out a big, ugly beard (laughs) to distract everybody from the scar on my lip. Okay. I get Mm -hmm. I get the logic for sure. I don't have a scar story, so sorry, ladies and gentlemen. You don't? Not really. I mean there's probably your bike as a kid or anything. Okay, so I have I broke my nose, I rode my bike into a pole as a kid, and then I have there's probably a scar on my head, but I can't see it. I fell and cracked my head open when I was like six and I had to get staples and then the staples Ooh. looked like the Batman logo when they got out like exactly like the logo. Wow. Okay. So that's your favorite scar. You can't see it, but like, that's what it definitely would have looked like. You know? I mean, you guys yeah. can find out now. I have a really short haircut. Why don't you just shave your head and we'll see. <laughs> yeah. Go, go full out cue ball on them. Yeah. I wouldn't mind being bald for a day or a month or how long it would take me to grow well, back. I was bald for a couple of years. We get it, Ryan. You had cancer. Moving on. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> and I was fat. We get it, Ryan. I still have. <laughs> oh, anyway, God. so bringing this conversation back uh, to being an actual conversation, um, <laughs> you grew up playing sports. You, As we've talked about, you're the assistant GM. You have to have a favorite sports movie. What is it? Oh, God. Uh, you really want to know? Okay. I do. The Longest Yard with Adam Sandler. Well, Adam Sandler one? Okay, yeah. that's a good one. That's a good one. It's my favorite <laughs> sports movie. I could still to this day just watch it on repeat. He fast. I love it. He really fast. He's so fast, he make he make fast people look not fast. We get it. He's fast. Yes, yeah. The best the best best my favorite scene is when he's like when that dude's like crying and then he gives oh I fed it up already. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. It's where he gives him like the pouty lip, the guy who's on like the female pills or the hormones, and he goes, Oh, oh. yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Bad radio. Yes. Bad radio. Yeah, there's so many good parts. I, I love that, that was. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> I got the burgers. Well, 
I just got the I burgers. Just got the burgers. I love that it. was uh, Joey Diaz's acting debut, Coco Diaz. Really? Yeah, he played uh, can of corn. I'll be fine. Can of yeah. corn. Yeah, yeah. That's Football so trio. Yeah. Yes. That guy. That yeah, yes. Coco Diaz. I would. So funny story about that movie. Um, my like the car my parents drove. We had a DVD player in the car. So like before Lucky. tournaments and stuff, I would oh. uh, <laughs> watch the ending of Longest Yard. Like pump myself up. <laughs> that was your motivation. <laughs> I swear to God, yeah. I listen to Here Comes the Boom. I had the soundtrack on CD. Like, I was full on my favorite movie for sure. She would listen to Here Comes the Boom and then the one about... Y'all don't really want it now. 100% power of will and 100% reason to remember the game. (laughs) Eminem had a different song on that track, and I can't think of what the name was, but it was awesome, too. Can you just rap a little bit of it? No, I have no idea what it is. Oh, okay. I I can't think of what the title is. I mean that's respectable. I understand. Thanks I for trying. The soundtrack right after this, though. <laughs> so my follow-up question to that is: I think that there's been a lot of great movies um, from the general manager perspective, right? Um, and I want to know, yes. I want to know of the following: who is your favorite movie GM? Oh, Billy, God, Bean, okay. Billy Bean from Moneyball. Uh, Sonny Weaver Jr. from Draft Day. That's the one about. Uh, uh, the Cleveland Browns. It was about like the NFL draft. Okay. Uh, so Billy Bean, Sonny Weaver, Peter LaFleur from Dodgeball. Okay. Or Michael Jordan from Space Jam. <laughs> oh. Definitely Space Jam, Michael Jordan. Yeah, he put together a dream team. He a, did. Quite really literally did. a dream team. Yeah, definitely. And they had fun. And it was. And they had fun. They had fun. You guys. And, and Bill Murray was there. Your boy. Exactly. Yes, he was. <laughs> That's our he boy. Was. No, that was a great movie, too. So, sure. so, Jordan, you're from Oak Forest. Yes. Is Nona's Pizza overrated or underrated? <laughs> oh, my God. Underrated. Th- oh, my God. Sex thank you. Good. You're the first person from that area to say it's underrated. I love that place. This is my favorite pizza place. Five bucks for a slice of pizza that's the yeah. size of my whole body. Right. Well, actually, it's like six dollars now, which is just. It comes with a drink. Terrible. Who cares? It's six bucks. I know. It I comes know, with a drink. <laughs> Ryan, you got to do. We got to go. The slices are ginormous. No, they I'm are. I'm down to go. I'm down to go. They're really good. Really good for sure. What do you get? Um, I've actually <clears throat> gotten margarita pizza from there recently, like within like last summer. Really okay. good. Really good. Meaty's my but, go-to. Otherwise, yeah, cheese, or then I would do pepperoni sometimes, but cheese otherwise. So. I feel that. I feel like the best way to get. So if you're going to a new pizza place and you're going to try out their pizza, you have to get just a simple slice of cheese yeah. pizza. Yeah. One bite, everybody knows rules. Great. That's the great base level for figuring out if pizza is good it or is. If it's bad. It is. Just like a uh, Dave Portnoy. One bite. Yeah, shout out! Shout out to our boss. Shout out to our future boss. Yeah. <laughs> future boss. Yeah. No. Um, no, that's for sure. Definitely. But also, I feel like let's get in. Maybe we'll have a little pizza conversation. I also feel like maybe, like if you have a good sausage and those flavors kind of marry together in the oven while it's cooking, you maybe come up with a better pizza because of it. Like maybe your cheese pizza is lacking something, and you get a little bit of extra flavor from the sausage or the pepperoni while it's cooking, and then you have a much better pizza. I agree with you, but I'm a very big sauce person. Yes, yes. Sauce taste. 
and the sauce to cheese ratio. And at Nona's, the sauce isn't there that much, honestly. Okay. You probably agree with me. Um, but I love saucy pizza. Like, not just saying deep dish, but, like, if there's extra sauce on thin, thin crust, I'm in. You know? Okay. So, you, okay. so you like a lot of sauce. Yes. Do you like maybe – do you like a sweeter sauce or yeah. a more – Yeah, I think okay. it's sweeter for sure. Okay. Yeah. I like more of a zest – Personally, okay. I like, I'm more of a zesty person when it comes to my pizza sauce, okay. uh, but I won't rule out sweet sauce. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, the sweet gets me. I don't know what it is. Um, yeah, that's kind of my uh, hit or miss. You know what I mean? I got you. So Oak Forest, you're from at least close to the city. Mm-hmm. Deep dish, no deep dish. I like deep dish, yes. And where's your favorite pie? Um... So there's a place in Elsip right off of Cicero and 111th Street. It's called Nino's Pizza. Okay. It is my favorite deep dish. Okay. So favorite. So I have I have a, a proposition. Okay. We're taking Brenna at some point this summer. We're taking Brenna to lose for the first time. I did see that. Yes. I have not been there actually. Okay, so maybe we can just make it all of us go to lose for lunch. Okay. And then for dinner, you take us to Nino's, and then we converse about it. Okay. Sounds like a deal? After after we get invited to a game. Ooh. Okay. I probably won't be open then after our game. So well, let's get I mean, like at 11 p.m. Who knows what the day is. Here we'll we go. Figure it out. We'll figure it out. We could, we could the day before carb load, <laughs> right? Because that's supposed to be good. I heard that's yeah. good for athletes. I don't I, know. I think so. Yeah. <laughs> Um, you can do that, and then apparently it gives you more energy for your game the following day. Anyway, we could carb load the day before a big game. Say, I don't know, when you guys host uh, Team USA. <coughs> yes. <coughs> um, <laughs> I am so down for that. Very down for that. Um, that's going to be an exciting series for sure. Yeah, this um, is the second time you guys are having them in to uh, uh, the Bandit Stadium, right? Um, second time? I don't think we've had them before. Oh, I thought um, I thought Cub wrote down it was the second time. Yeah, I thought so. you told me it was the second. I don't think so. Where to do your research, Cub? So, anyway. I, I was just going by what, what Jordan sent me. This isn't fair. Uh, now I'm going to go back and look at it. But, Get the receipts, uh, Cub. Get the receipts while she talks about it. Hold up. Hold up. I'll pull up the receipts right now. Oh, my God. But, but regardless, but regardless, Team USA is, is coming to Bandit Stadium. And yes. what's that going to be like? Um, so, basically, USA is coming here for their spring training camp. Um, so they get like full access to all of our facilities. So we have a big dome here indoors where there's batty cages and two full fields. And then I've been there. I love it. Yeah. It says right here, Jordan says right here. Really? What'd I say? What'd it say? How we're going to host USA, the champion. Oh, there's a comma. There's a comma. (laughs) 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 Sorry. I'm a D plus student. So we can talk about both. That's fine. Um, so USA is going to come. Um, <clears throat> we're going to play them, and then the Pride is going to play them. So the Pride and the Bandits were in the championship last year. So I guess those are considered the two top teams as of right now. Um, I do think that this year we're going to have way better competition, so who knows who's going to be in the championship, you know? Um, and so it's going to be really awesome that we're playing these USA girls. We have Ellie Cardo, who's on the Bandits, and on Team USA. So for that series, she'll be on USA. Um, but I, I believe the Olympic selection committee will be here also, um, just kind of seeing all the talent, you know, because we have the top players here in the MPF. So, um, 
I think it's something that you can't really ignore, you know? <laughs> I heard that right. What do you say? I said Brenna Moss. You said top Brenna players Moss. in Brenna that. Moss. Yeah, I said yeah, for Moss. sure. I mean, she MVP. wasn't player of the year last year, so. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, People compare her or compare Mike Trout to her, so yeah. I think I think you compare her to Mike Trout. No, everybody does. You're just not paying attention on social media. Oh, okay, fine then. And Jimmy Johnson needs to sponsor her because she's the goat. Yeah, that should be a thing. I think that that was smart. When I listened to the podcast, I was like, ooh, I should really go after that <laughs> sponsorship. But hey, I was glad I thought of it. Um, yeah, you what? thought we were smart. Yeah, I did. You do know I'm a D- you you do <laughs> know uh, that I'm a D plus student, so you're lucky you're talking to me right now. <laughs> hey, all we need is creative minds here. We don't <laughs> discriminate, okay? I didn't have the best report card either, so <laughs> but I got so, through what I needed to. There you go. That, hey, please get degrees or something like that. Right. I, don't know. I forget the rhyme. Um, the rhyme. But. I was going to ask, I thought that it was something along the lines of if you played in the NPF, you could not also play on Team USA. Uh, no, so that's not a rule at all. Um, we had, I believe, four players on Team USA last year during our season. Okay. Um, I don't think teams like to get those girls for the most part because like, they won't be at our games a lot of the time. You know? um, so travel is hard you know because they're like oh um Courtney Gano can come to this game but she has to leave early to go to here and meet in California to go to Japan you know what I mean like that just gets where it gets a little hectic um but I mean again they're the top players so we want to win we're gonna do whatever we can you know what I mean yeah yeah Um, make it work so but there is no rule against that at all so we have uh Alicia Ocasio is on team Puerto Rico as well for this summer so we, we deal with that I mean they love being bandits, so that's what we care about, and they're great players. So, and I would assume that's probably another challenge you you come up to is like, how do you how do you get the league to the point where people would rather play in the NPF and get their check from the NPF instead of going to play for Team USA? Because you see that like in the NHL right now, like there there are players yeah. who are playing for their teams in the NHL, even though the world, the, I, I forget what it's called in the NHL, but I think it's the world cup, something like that. I know we don't, I'm not sure a hundred percent hockey. I don't get it all the time, but <laughs> regardless, like when, when you get into the playoffs, they're playing for their NHL team rather than their national team. Yeah. <clears throat> so how do you, I mean, so, I mean, I think it would be, I mean, we play different, competition at the highest level you know what i mean and i think usa doesn't have that opportunity to go to japan every other day you know to play the best competition so i think what we have that maybe they don't right now is just the ability to play top-notch girls all the time you know what i mean like um so if you know team usa wanted to join the league i mean i feel like that would be an an amazing addition you know what i mean because that's I mean, we obviously have players that were on the Bandits and on the Pride playing for Team USA. Like, we're all here, you know. Let's just right. play all summer. And then I feel like that will be the good for Team USA also because you're not playing, you know, each other or playing every, uh, like, three months. You know what I mean? Like, I think what we have here is a, a good three months of awesome competition, different players, different pitchers you're seeing as a hitter, you know, um, for three months against different teams. Like, I feel like that's just where we succeed you know what i mean right but i really can't wait to go to a game (laughs) me either i'm very excited for that so um to wrap up maybe uh you can talk about a little bit about what the bandits are are 
Yeah, have plug, plans plug your for the team, start of the girl. Season. Um, <laughs> what the NPF is doing this season. Okay. Um, maybe we can do that just to wrap up, right? Yeah, definitely. Okay. Um, yeah, definitely. Uh, so this year we went to, or Alex and I, my coworker, who's the director of ticket sales, uh, we went to the Disney Institute and we learned, um, you know, the Disney approach to quality service, which is yeah. obviously like the godsend, you know what I mean, of yeah. promotions and sports. Put on a performance and all that yeah. kind of stuff. Yeah. Any, any organization really. Um, so just that four day experience, I mean, we revamped our intern program, like our training, um, just how our stadium is going to look. Um, cause every single, we call them touch points and that's what Disney calls them. So the moment that you pull into a parking lot, that's a touch point. Is there garbage there? You know, is that, that's kind of something that you as a fan will be like, Oh, that's kind of dirty. You know what I mean? And that's something that we're trying to make sure there are no negative touch points within our entire stadium. So, um, we're working hard right now, just kind of going out and I'm having interns next week, kind of walk around our stadium and say, Hey, you guys have fresh eyes. Let us know what you think might be a bad touch point to our fan, you know? So that's one thing that I think we're going to do way better at because we didn't really care about that in the past. I didn't, it wasn't like my knowledge, you know what I mean? Right. Um, but otherwise, I mean, we do on-field promotions that are really fun. We have knocker balls. So like the big, um, oh. balls where you like hit each other. You guys can sure. do that too if you want. Okay. Um, we're but, down for anything. Whatever you want us to do, Ryan and I have your back. <laughs> And we okay. will put on a show. We are entertainers since we came out of our mothers. Make, make me sign a waiver. <laughs> okay. Sounds good. Um, do a lot of different on-field promotions um, that the fans love. And I try to mix them up a little bit. Um, you'll have to come to a game to see the rest. Yeah, <laughs> we have theme nights as well. So, like, our first series will be Future Bandit Night. So, any softball player or anyone who has a softball jersey will get a $5 ticket. You know, um, and there's all these different perks and I stuff. i got to pull mine out now. But what? Ryan, pull out your uh, slow pitch jersey. Yeah, there you oh, go. Oh, I got to go find it. <laughs> you can do that. Um, and then we have the office night. So office theme, like the actual show. Okay. And um, like corporate offices will get discounted tickets and stuff like that. And then we have college nights. And I believe that's it for like the first series. Um, but we have every single day there's a different theme. Uh, whether it's like special Olympics appreciation or teacher appreciation. Um, so you think you can dance. That's a really good night that I like a lot. Um, just from the promotion side, it's like we have different dance teams from high schools to little kids, whatever, but they perform in between innings and then oh, the fans awesome. vote on the best performance and then they get a really nice prize. So stuff like that. We're trying to just, the entertainment is just not the softball game. It's everything that happens every single second of <laughs> uh, you being in our stadium. <laughs> so sorry no it's okay i live in the city <laughs> yeah i can tell it's all good <laughs> but no it's gonna be an exciting time exciting summer um in the league we're hosting the championship series also so um and you got the big week, east no we're we'll be big east is this weekend actually yeah. but we're not really shout to big DePaul. Put that on here wait sorry what was that shout to DePaul. oh yeah there you go you should come anyway um <laughs> Yeah, so the championship series is happening in August. Um, prior to that, those games are going to have like these tailgates. So live bands will be there, bags, Jenga, different kind of like vendors doing face painting and whatever. We haven't really decided that yet, um, but it's a really good time for that two hours um, prior to the game. And then you come to the game, and there's even more fun, you know. So um, that's also going to be a really cool event too, happening in the middle of August. Awesome. That's well, awesome. I mean, it definitely sounds like we need 
not only for ourselves to get out to a game, but all of our listeners to come out for a Go game. Go to that, a honest, game. Like a tailgate sounds like an awesome time. Right, exactly. It's really. clean there, guys. It's clean. The parking lot, no negative <laughs> points. No <laughs> negative touch points. All positive. You're going to have a great time. <laughs> all right. Jordan Skurha. Uh, thank you so much for joining us today. We really enjoyed our conversation with you, and we will see you this summer. You will see us this summer. You will. Great. Whether it's me running around the bases with Brenna Moss or in those, uh, I don't know what you call them, the big blow-up balls. Knocker you balls. Just talk, the knocker balls, yeah. Yep. You're going to see me the, us this summer, okay. so Sounds we're very good. excited for it. Me too. Very excited to have you guys. Thank you, you so much for coming on. This was one of our – definitely. I know this is one of our favorites so far. I know Ryan had a blast. Yeah. We have to talk about pizza and sauce. Of course, it was my favorite. That's true. Thanks, thanks, Jordan. Thanks so much. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. Hello. No one is available to take your call. Please leave a message after the tone. All I got is missed calls on my line. Yeah, never seen a pick up right on time. Yeah, if I don't call back, leave me alone. Please leave a message at the tone. All I got is missed calls on my line. Yeah, never seen a pick up right on time. Yeah, if I don't call back, leave me alone. Please leave a message at the tone. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, hey. That AT&T, yeah. Never gonna answer me. Yeah. That thing you think, yeah. What? I'ma pull up the thing, yeah. Hey, hey, hey. Don't get the thing, yeah. Yeah, hey. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The mailbox is full and cannot accept any messages at this time. Goodbye.